Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Area 13 podcast, a podcast all about electric bikes or things related to electric bikes in some direct way. Today, I want to talk about bike racks. I did just make a video on this, so if you haven't seen that, uh, I highly recommend checking that out because some of this stuff is just much easier to understand if you can see it. But I'm going to do my best, however, to explain it. And I did a post before I made this video on our Facebook group, ask some questions. We're going to jump through some of those as well. So once again, I'm Kyle, the owner of Area 13, and let's jump right into it. So first off, the questions I wanted to cover. So I want to make sure you guys know that I am not forgetting you, even though I may not have responded to these directly. I am going to take a look at these and answer them on this podcast. The question I asked on Facebook was, should I make a video about bike racks or how gas prices compare to e-bikes? And overwhelming response was bike racks, because that obviously is a topic that is a little bit difficult to understand, to find information on. There's tons and tons of different racks out there. And I know there's lots of options for e-bikes now, but they're still kind of confusing. Which ones can actually handle the weight? Which ones fit fat tires? Which ones are in stock? How expensive are they? There's just so many different factors. It's kind of like trying to decide which e-bike to buy, it's it's not any better <laughs> trying to find a rack to carry the bike behind your vehicle, unfortunately. It's just uh, the way it is right now. So I have wanted to make a video on this for a long time, for at least the last year, if not longer. The problem was every time I wanted to do this video, I wanted to have at least four, maybe five different racks all side by side that I could put bikes on, take them off, and see how do these actually work, uh, and hopefully give myself some time to actually use some of them too, to see what are the good things about certain styles, what are the bad things, which ones work better than others, what are some you know possible issues you might run into with different frames, different styles of bikes. And whenever I tried to do this video, I just couldn't find racks in stock. In fact, I have purchased racks and then sold them before I made the video because then suddenly that rack wasn't even available anymore. So as an example, one of the things that came up a lot was people saying, I want to know about $200 racks, not $800 racks. That is great, except the only rack that I used to get under $200 isn't available anymore. So I can't even find it. So I didn't feel like that was a good idea to include that in the video because I can't get it. But for those that want to look and keep checking... Northern Tool used to have one. It was like 150 bucks plus shipping, so well under $200. Said it was rated for two fat tire e-bikes, and I actually bought one, built it up for a customer, ending up selling the rack with a couple of bikes, and as far as I know, it's working just great. But those kind of deals just don't exist right now. I can't find them anymore. It used to be a rack you could buy on Amazon all day long for $199 and now you just can't get them. I remember watching the price creep up. It went to 250 and then 300 and then I think I eventually it might have gone up to like 399 before it eventually just disappeared. So I assume they were just raising the price until they were sold out, and then once they were gone, they're gone. Unfortunately, I think probably most things have just uh, gone up in price due to freight 
racks are one of those things that are going to be affected heavily on gas prices. <laughs> kind of goes back to that other topic. The heavier, the bigger something is, the more it's going to cost to ship it and supply demand. So that's what it is. So I did make a video. I didn't have anything really under 500 bucks because I can't find anything like that right now. Unless, and if you really want to save some money, I will throw this out there on the podcast. Unless you want to go for like a motorcycle rack, you can buy a motorcycle vehicle rack from like Harbor Freight or different online places like that. In fact, I'm going to try and look up one right now. So you might hear my keyboard clicking and clacking in the background. Let's see, motorcycle rack. There is one. 400 pound capacity, receiver mount, aluminum motorcycle carrier for $170. That is a great deal. However, it's a motorcycle rack, <laughs> which means that it's kind of like a tray that you put the wheels into, but you have to kind of strap everything down yourself. It works, may not be as user-friendly. This one actually even has a, a ramp that goes with it. I feel like this is something we have to cover in a separate video when we're talking more about bikes like the Saron that are bigger and heavier, because this would be great for that. Downsides I see to this, one, user friendliness, you've got to actually pull out straps and kind of figure out your own way of how to tie your bike down. Not a huge deal breaker if uh, you want to save some money. The other thing is this is only designed to hold one bike and that's it. So if you're hauling two bikes, you're going to have to figure out something completely different to make something like that work. But hey, 400 pound capacity, that's pretty good. I'm assuming that it only comes in a two inch receiver and if you got a smaller inch and a quarter, like I do, you are just out of luck. But they do have adapters on, I'm seeing it underneath the product description here. There's a one and a quarter, two inch hitch adapter for like $17. I don't know if they recommend that, if it's a good idea, not a good idea, because it puts it further away from the vehicle, but it might work. There's an option. There are things out there, but I haven't been able to find any bike specific racks like that. And going through the comments on Facebook, because I'm going to jump through some of those right now. Funny Rich says, whatever sells us bikes and asks, is that a two inch hitch on your Prius? Uh, and he was responding to the question of, should I make a video about gas prices or bike racks? I did do the video about gas prices first because I was waiting for a Hollywood rack to be delivered and it hadn't showed up yet. <laughs> so that's why the videos came out of order in case anyone's wondering why that happened. But to answer his question, no, my Prius has an inch and a quarter receiver. It's kind of hard to find a two inch receiver for some cars, a Prius being one of them. I've done all sorts of things with that Prius. I have a trailer that I put behind it. I have fit as many as nine electric bikes, either in or behind my Prius between the interior space and a trailer. So for those that are saying, oh, I just have a small car, I can't haul bikes, you probably can haul more than you think. You might have to be a little bit creative about it. Yeah, inch and a quarter on that, two inch. So basically there's two standard sizes in case you didn't know. And that was one of the questions that came up on YouTube with somebody saying they had trouble finding a receiver. That's the piece that attaches to your car. If you get an inch and a quarter, that's usually gonna be sufficient for any bike racks. But sometimes if you go with a two inch, which is bigger, they're a little bit sturdier. Some of the racks will have a higher weight capacity. You might have more options. So I always say go for a two inch if you can. Only go for an inch and a quarter if that's all you can get for your vehicle. 
So I just put one on my Chevy Bolt, which is an electric car. And there actually was a company making a two inch, but the inch and a quarter one I could find was more than capable of anything I'm ever going to hook up to it. So I went with that because it just didn't seem worth the extra money to get the two inch version for what I'm usually going to put behind that particular car. Uh, looks like Rich again is saying having difficulty loading. That's something to bring up. And Dennis on our Facebook group posted a photo of his bike rack and kind of like the motorcycle rack I just mentioned. I don't know what brand or model he has, but he has some sort of motorcycle rack, it looks like, and it's got a ramp. That is an option if you have trouble lifting your bike. A lot of these bike racks or motorcycle racks have an option for a ramp. Some of them come with a ramp. So just know that those are out there. So take a look at that. Some of them don't have a ramp option and the way the holders are designed, they just won't work very well for that. So that might be a, a selling point or maybe even a deal breaker for you if that's something you need. And yeah, here we go. I got more photos and he's saying, yeah, I have this type of holder. So he's got one that looks like the Hollywood, maybe it is a Hollywood rack uh, and this other photo. And he's like, yeah, the ramp won't really work with this style which is unfortunate. Now, just so you guys know, the Hollywood racks is something that's in stock. They are rated for 80 pounds per bike. They're $4.99. They're a very reasonable price given the market conditions right now for a good bike rack that can hold two bikes. So that's what we have on our website right now. If I could, I would love to offer a rack from a new company called Quicker Stuff. That's the rack I have on my car right now. Works amazing. And the problem is it's like twice as much money. It's like $1,000 to buy a rack that works for two bikes. And I had to wait at least six months for it to show up. So I've been waiting for one of these racks for more than six months, which is why it took so long to get this video out, like I said before. But the functions of the rack are amazing. Really easy to put the bike on. They do have a ramp option, but again, just spendy and takes a long time to actually get one. But by far, usability, it is the best one. But I know I had somebody email in as well today after watching my video that said, oh, here's the rack you know, I built. It cost me 140 bucks. <laughs> so all sorts of options out there. Just kind of depends on how DIY savvy you are or how user-friendly you want the, uh, the bike to be. Uh, I saw another comment uh, on Facebook where somebody's like, well, you know, there's one thing, if you want to spend 200 bucks and take the bike a few miles down the road to go for a ride, or if you are an RVer and you are putting your bike behind an RV and driving 15,000 miles around the country and you want your bike to be secure. And I agree, those are totally different situations. In the second one, you might be willing to spend a bit more to ensure that your bike is going to be absolutely solid on that bike rack. Other things uh, you guys should be aware of, some racks can tilt. Some of these motorcycle racks probably are not going to do that. And when I say tilt, I mean they tilt away from the vehicle and down. So if you have a, a tailgate or a hatch, depending on what kind of vehicle you've got, a lot of these you can leave the bikes on the rack, tilt them away from the car, get into your trunk, do whatever you need to do, and then tilt the whole rack assembly back up. That's something I think you should be aware of. If you think you might need to get into the back of your car and you want to do that without removing the bikes, motorcycle racks, probably not going to do that, or it might be more rare. Like this one for 169 I mentioned on Harbor Freight, 
probably not going to happen on that. But most of the racks designed for bicycles can do that. One of the other rack brands I talked about in that video was from Thule. I have an older one uh, here. A, a local guy came in. He had bought a different rack, basically had an extra one. He's like, any chance you guys would be interested in this? And I was like, you know what? That's an inch and a quarter receiver. It'll work on my car. I'll take it. I've always got people looking for racks and I want to make a video about various racks. So I will take it even if I only get to use it for the video. And I used the rack quite a few times. I put bikes in it. I used it for different videos, just moving bikes for different locations. And it worked, but not on all frames. So that's kind of the, another thing you got to look at is how does the rack attach to the bike? So when you look at the Hollywood racks, they have these kind of cradles that the wheels drop into. And then you have this clamp that cinches down on the top bar of the frame of your bike, which is nice and secure. However, the one downside to that style is if you've got kind of an odd frame or maybe a real low step through, you're going to have to buy some other type of adapter or bar. That way that clamp works properly. So if you've got a step through bike, you might need to buy an extra piece for something like the Hollywood rack to work. For the particular Thule rack I've got, it has these clamps. Imagine they're like little lobster claws. That's the best way I can <laughs> describe it to you. And they cinch down on the frame. Well, I tried to put a Warthog bike on there. And if you've seen pictures of the Warthog, you know that the frame is just massively thick. And those clamps weren't wide enough to go over the frame of the Warthog. Now, I really needed to move it one day. And I fiddled around and I kind of made it work. But I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. I think it's going to be fine for the short trip that I'm doing, you know, for a cross-country thing or, or repeated use. Absolutely not. Uh, it was just not the right bike rack for that specific bike. And unfortunately, that's true for a lot of bike racks. They may work great for one style of bike and not at all for another. And that's something you'll have to consider too. And I would recommend looking at is, what kind of bikes do you have? What kind of bikes do you think you might purchase in the future? Is the rack going to work for all of them? Because maybe one of these that's really inexpensive will work just fine in your case, but for somebody else, it wouldn't work at all. So for the Thule, that was a downside for the specific model I had. They have other clamping designs. They've got a bunch of different bike rack models. But for me, the big limiting factor was that price. They were anywhere from $500 to $900. Uh, and the best they had as far as weight capacity was like 60 to 65 pounds, which is not that great. I mean, yes, that's enough to hold most e-bikes, especially if you remove the batteries, but it's not overbuilt, if you know what I mean. I would prefer a rack that is designed to hold 80 pounds or 100 pounds, and I got 60 pounds of bike on it versus a rack that's rated for 60 pounds, and I got 60 pounds of bike on it. You know, you don't want to be pushing uh, the envelope weight-wise that much. At least I don't. For me, that was a downside for them. The The other popular rack that's out there is from 1UP, uh, and those ones are a little bit pricier. You start getting up into the six $700 range, depending on the options, but they're really nice to use. Those types of racks have these holders that kind of ratchet over onto your tires. So at no point is the bike held by the frame which means you're never going to scratch your frame up when you strap the bike down, which is something I really like. I think that is a better solution for most bikes. The only downside, and I mentioned this in the video as well, because they're kind of 
ratcheting down on the kind of the top edge of the tire at some point. Sometimes fenders or rear racks or front racks can get in the way a little bit of that design. So you have to be a little creative sometimes if you've got some like long full coverage fenders on those. I don't usually like to run fenders on my bikes. I feel like I'm going to ride when the weather's nice. And if the weather's not nice, I'm going to dress for bad weather. (laughs) It's just my personal preference. Nothing against fenders. I know most people want them. We sell most of our bikes with fenders, but my personal preference is I don't have them. So for me, it's non-issue with the e-bikes that I currently have, but I know for a lot of the bikes we sell, that's something that where you have to kind of monkey around with that a little bit to make it work. Just reading through other comments here. Michael says, definitely dual bike racks. The higher the payload, the better. Of course, that makes sense. You want to put more bikes on if you can. Ooh, and that's something I should bring up. If you've got one bike, maybe one of these motorcycle carriers will work for you and be a cheap solution. If you've got two bikes, you might need a bike, dedicated bike rack of some sort. If you got three bikes, that really starts limiting options. If you want to put three bikes on your bike rack, Hollywood or Thule, they may not make something that works. One Up, however, does. Uh, Quicker Stuff, which is what I've got, has some options. In fact, they can fit up to four bikes, which is pretty cool. Uh, The weight limit, of course, for each bike starts to go down the further they get away from the vehicle. So that's something you have to look at their recommendations. For like the quicker stuff, if you go with a two-inch receiver, you can fit up to 120 pounds for each bike, which is pretty cool. That's pretty amazing. That is a lot of weight. So that was the one that has the highest weight rating that I am aware of until you go into actual dedicated motorcycle racks, which is pretty cool. Now, Patrick on Facebook says, let's say we are a family of five two e-bike plus three bikes. I've never seen any bike rack that will take that load. That is a tricky one. There are definitely bike racks for five bikes. Usually they're holding the bikes vertically, which sounds like you got to lift them up really high. It's I've actually seen some of these in operation up close and they are super cool. The problem I have with those is most of them just aren't rated for the weight of e-bikes or they don't fit fat tires. So Patrick, there are some bike racks. You can always email us if you're listening to this. I can send you some links to some recommendations, some that I've seen at the Sea Otter Classic and things like that. I wonder what's that called? A vertical bike rack. I can't remember the brand. I'm going to look. Here we go. Velocirax. Kind of like Velociraptor, but Velocirax with an X on the end instead of a CK. If you look up that design, they're not the only one doing this, but I've seen some of these in person and they're holding the bike by the front wheel vertically, then the rear wheel is kind of strapped onto a bar down below. And in their picture here, they've got one, two, three, four, five bikes behind a minivan, which is pretty awesome. But is that going to work for five e-bikes? Probably not. (laughs) Wow. They actually have racks that go all the way up to seven bikes behind a vehicle. That's pretty impressive. I'm going to look at this now. $985, what I really want to know though on a bike rack like this is what is the weight rating? Oddly enough, it doesn't say anywhere on this product listing. Oh, here we go. Found it. Okay, so the Velocirax can carry 230 pounds 
which is not that much. Each bike slot can carry up to 55 pounds. So they say they recommend removing e-bike batteries, and typically four e-bikes will be at full rack capacity. That's a tough one. I wish I had a good answer for you, Patrick. Maybe check out Velociraptor. Depending on the type of e-bike you have, maybe they would work, or maybe you could get a one-up or a quicker stuff style rack that is designed for four bikes, and maybe you can be creative on where you put the fifth bike. Because what, depending on what sort of vehicle you have, something I didn't go into is racks that fit on the top of your car because those are not ideal for e-bikes. But you said two e-bikes and three regular bikes, so. That might be something you could do. You could put two or three bikes on the roof and a couple more behind the car. You could fit a bunch of bikes <laughs> on that way. That would be kind of funny to do a video where we just throw as many bike racks on a single car as we can and just load it completely. But as I said, I've done as many as nine in a Prius. That was with a trailer, so be creative. You could probably make it happen. Eric is just saying, just got the quicker stuff rack, absolute best on the market by far. Same designer as One Up, only he improved it. I agree with that. In every way. The other things I want to mention that I didn't get to in the video because I really just wanted to focus on the functions of the racks themselves and not get into lights and laws. I feel like that could be a whole separate video. But a couple of people mentioned it here on Facebook: is oh, what about covering your license plate? Depending on what state you're in, you may or may not have some law that says your bike rack cannot block your license plate. Quicker stuff thought of this, and this is the part that I actually need to order. So depending on what. Bike I am putting on my rack, I kind of be, have to be careful about how it's positioned because in California you are not supposed to block your plate in any way when you put a bike on your bike rack. I have never gotten a ticket for such a thing. I had somebody mention it once, but they let me go without、uh, doing anything. They just wanted to mention it. But Quicker Stuff has an adapter you can buy. It is no tools on their bike rack at all ever. It's completely assembled out of the box, which is amazing. No tools required to mount the receiver or to mount the the bike rack to your receiver. No tools to tighten up the bike to make adjustments. It's just awesome all around. But they have a license plate holder, so you can move the license plate between your car and the back of the bike rack. So you are legal with your plate being visible all the time. I haven't looked to see if they have anything for brake lights or turn signals. They might. But that's something you might have to look into as well. Just be aware; state laws vary. You may want to be aware of what they are, and depending on how your bike sits, make sure that you can either move your plate or it's visible. Just something you want to pay attention to. Oh, and Steve, I kind of mentioned this earlier. Steve was here's what he says. He says, "My thought is this: if I were going to throw my bike on the back of my car on Saturday and drive 70 miles to ride single track, then I'd find the best $200 rack I could." But I put my bike on the back of my RV and head out for three months around the good old USA. Ten thousand miles later, I'm home. I need something not put together with nuts and bolts that are going to rattle loose and rust. Everyone has different needs. It's not black and white, and that's absolutely true. And I hope from the video I put out that I made that clear as well. That I like the quicker stuff rack, even though it's really expensive, because sometimes I'm moving. Different bikes onto that rack on any given day, whereas you might have one or two bikes, and your rack only needs to work for those bikes. So a two hundred dollar rack, a five hundred dollar rack, 
might work perfectly fine for everything you are ever going to use it for, but it's not going to work for my situation, or it's not going to work for Steve's situation, RVing around the country. And that's, you know, where I thought the Hollywood rack was a good compromise and the fact that it's available (laughs) in stock, we can actually get it. So that's why we're carrying that one on our website. I would love to carry the quicker stuff rack as well, but with their lead time, I don't think they're even considering setting up dealers or anything at this point in time. And it's also, I would love to get the $200 racks and sell those. But last I checked, they're all sold out all the time. If we really start carrying the Saron bikes, maybe it would make sense for us to pick up some sort of motorcycle carrier and offer that alongside the Hollywood racks. I think that could definitely be a viable option. And I'll definitely post some sort of new video or update uh, when we cover that. Because you have to buy a really expensive bike rack to hold something as heavy as a Saron. Or you could buy a cheap motorcycle rack that actually is sturdier. So it's, it's kind of this funny <laughs> thing where there's a slight overlap, but they're not exactly the same thing and they don't always work with each other. Whatever you're doing, I would say look carefully at your bike or any future bikes you think you might be looking at. Which rack is going to work the best for you? How much are you willing to spend on it? And then go from there. And the good news is there are lots of options and there are things you can find now. I feel like inventory on bicycle components and parts is is finally starting to improve a little bit. Things are becoming in stock. I'm still having trouble with certain things. I was looking for some tires the other day of a certain size. And you know it took me a lot of digging online to actually find some. So not everything's really readily available yet, but we're getting into the right season where I think everybody's been gearing up over the winter and trying to get stuff for springtime. So hopefully you start seeing more bikes, parts, pieces, bike racks showing up soon. And on that note, before we end this podcast, I do want to mention that as I'm recording this, we have Blackbirds arriving to our shop. That's going to put them in stock. So if you've been considering a Blackbird, you can actually get one now with a really short lead time. We are going to, of course, ship these bikes out in order by order number. So those that pre-ordered months ago, they're getting their bikes first. But as soon as those are out, we're going to start shipping out bikes that are in stock to new customers. And I have, on top of the Blackbirds arriving, we have hundreds of Blackbirds being staged right now overseas, being packaged up. They are going to be shipping from overseas in just a couple of weeks here, and those are going to be on the way too. So our warehouse is going to be full of Blackbird bikes. This is going to be awesome. First time this has ever happened since we launched the bike. Uh, And for those that don't know, we launched the Blackbird bikes in May of 2020. We basically sold out way faster than we thought we ever would. We doubled the order. Basically, we, we had the first order of Blackbirds, and then I made a second order that was double, and then we sold out fairly quick on that, and then we tripled the size of the third order, and then we just kept making the orders bigger and bigger until we committed to literally thousands of Blackbird e-bikes, parts, and components. And we are finally starting to see those parts and pieces actually show up so we can deliver these bikes to the masses, if you will. So really excited about that. I know that's not related to bike racks really in any way. Unless you're buying two Blackbirds, then hey, I'll make you a deal on a bike rack too. Uh, (laughs) The Hollywood rack will work great on those. But hopefully some of those tips help you if you are looking for a bike rack. It can be done on just about any vehicle 
There might be some weird exceptions, but I think if I can haul as many bikes as I have with a Prius, you can probably do it too. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you being here. And if you have any suggestions for future podcast episodes, you can always email us at info at area13ebikes.com. We welcome suggestions and feedback, and I will do my best to uh, pitch more ideas out to the Facebook group because I I loved seeing all the feedback and ideas, photos, everything. It was great. Uh, If you haven't seen that, you can go check that out. Once again, that's on the Facebook group. It's Area 13. Uh, You can find it real easily if you're already on there. Thanks again. If you are looking for a bike or a bike rack, especially for your electric bike, don't forget to check out area13ebikes.com. 